feeling this Gotta holler if you really real enough Other rappers is delirious Yeah, it's really that serious Better holler if you really feeling me I gotta keep it a hundred If you don't like it, then fuck it Ay. We gonna win in the end Yeah, we gonna live in abundance I gotta keep it a hundred If you don't like it, then fuck it Ay. We gonna win in the end Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna I gotta keep it a hundred We gotta stop all the stunting You know we coming from nothing Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing We gotta do something different We gotta change how we living We gotta do better for women We gotta do better for children We gotta listen to victims Whether Jewish, or Muslim, or Christian It doesn't matter your religion You gotta stand against the system Or else you just another villain How you just sitting there chilling Hello, everyone. My name is Jamar Jabari, um, and we are back with another great episode for Jabari Vlog Podcast. Um, I have a special guest with me today who is from the KRTD uh, media, Willie Bragg, everybody. Um, good to see you, Willie Bragg. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I'm happy to be here. How are you today? I'm doing fairly well. Um, we I just came back from Times Square. This uh, uh, I had to work yesterday, so that's why I'm saying just come back. <laughs> I don't even remember the the work. Um, but before uh, the work, the day before, I came back from Times Square, um, and we did a action with the Answer Coalition and. PSL organizations, Workers World, um, a lot of different socialist groups. Um, and we had hundreds of people out in Times Square in March to talk about the budget in Ukraine and to also uh, talk about all these imperialist wars. Now, one thing that I noticed that I did not notice until today um, is that this was actually the first honest a big demonstration against uh, the Ukraine conflict. Um, it was actually a protest mostly against NATO, which is great as well, too. We're talking about the Pentagon and everything. Uh, no NATO, no peace. But it's like the first big dem demonstration of the country um, on this issue. Well, you, you know, the, um, it's really uh, interesting times we live in because, uh, you know, um, it seems like uh, I've felt voiceless for a while with my opposition to this war. It's like mm -hmm. we were all on the same page 20 years ago with the Iraq war and everything sort of flipped. All of us who were opposed to the Iraq war, there's many of those folks who are sounding like, um, I hate to sound like a broken record, but sounding like Bush, Cheney era neocons. And I find that very disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, and one thing that they mentioned at the rally is, which is another reason why I bring this up for people that are listening that are still afraid to speak out. Vietnam was, was very, very bloody. The Korean war was people were coming after, um, Koreans and demonizing Asian culture, uh, for a long time, just as much as they demonize Russia now, and this idea of thinking that there cannot be any peace is just absolutely absurd. It's it's elementary, honestly. Um, 
especially when the Democrats are literally just spearheading this and stuff like that. I, I Do you think that people would be concerned about this if this was a Republican thing or is this, or do we really have like uh, a pro war sentiment bipartisan that's so strong it's hard to break right now? Well, I think the military industrial complex kind of controls both parties. So the establishment of both parties are going to be knee jerk, uh, loyal to the defense contractors. Um, and that is to be expected in what we call normal circumstances. Um, uh, I suspect it that, you know, I suspect it would happen, you know, even if, even during a quote unquote Ralph Nader presidency, I'm sure, uh, uh, the, uh you know, any, a, a a, a benevolent Green Party government that will be, I'm not saying that about the Green Party, I'm just saying that there will be, you know, there'll be uh, any organization is capable of corruption. They'll have people that will just um, kowtow to the defense contractors. But I think that in this situation, you have the, you have basically, um, you have Hillary Clinton who really believes Vladimir Putin put Donald Trump in the White House in 2016, and I think that's what it comes right down to. I think that that um, they wanted to, they're hawkish on this war for the same reason George W. Bush had a score to settle with Saddam Hussein in 2001 when he was sworn in. It's it's sort of the it's sort of the same mindset, is what I'm noticing. Yeah. So 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 basically, the U.S. sees Russia as the enemy. Um, and this has been going on for decades um, and NATO expansion being a threat and them talking about it openly. But now when conflict is happening with the country that they need, they want this to happen to, they want to deny that there was any type of like <laughs> reason that Putin would do what he does. And yes, um, I disagree with the invasion um, of course, I disagree with the invasion, but what I don't agree with is the fact that he did not do it um, just because he decided he, he did it just because he decided did it. It's the fact that he did it because he felt that Russia backs is against the wall at this point. Yeah, he was provoked. Um, and, and again, I, I bet it's something I'm accused of. Uh, a lot of if you're if you don't uh, toe an establishment line, you're gonna get you're gonna be smeared as a Putin puppet or uh, an agent under Kremlin. So be it. But the thing about it is, I'm I got my I got my issues with Putin. When people tell me I'm a Putin puppet, I tell them, look, I support pussy riot yep. in Russia. So, uh, right. you know, just you know, connect the dots there. But here's the thing. Um, with, with regard to Russia, when the Soviet Union ceased to exist, um, NATO, the West, made an agreement with with the new Russian Federation that um, that they would not um, allow the former Eastern blocs in good faith to join NATO. And during the uh, latter part of the Clinton presidency, throughout the Bush-Cheney um, time period, you know, uh, uh, one by one. Little by little, Eastern European countries that were with the Warsaw Pact started joining NATO one by one, and um, and there, there was a feel of a threat. And then you had what happened in 2014 with the CIA toppling a government in Ukraine, and you, you, now you're seeing Nazis around um, in the military and cabinet ministers uh, 
positions in the government of Ukraine and and people were talking about it then and now people trying to uh, sweep it under the rug and minimize the Nazi influence in the Ukraine. And they're going to feel pretty bad in a couple of years when when they can't hide that secret any longer. Yeah, definitely. Um, I totally agree. And the thing is that I post a thing on Twitter. People should check it out um, on how Ukraine was covered before Russia invaded and how Ukraine is covered now. Um, and that is just undeniable. It has it has Western links that people actually read. Rutgers uh, talked about this. Hell, fucking even though um, oh, I can't even think. Of, it's the oldest paper in, in 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 America. I can't even think. Times, the New York Times, the, not the Times. The, the Times is it the Times magazine. It's one of those. But every single major media outlet. What I'm saying, New York Times, you name it. They have all covered this. And, and and I think that what people need to understand is that, dude, that there's Nazis here. To have the notion saying there's no Nazis in Ukraine is just absolutely absurd. It's just not possible. You're literally denying reality. I think it's really that simple to accept that, yes, there is a Nazi influence in Ukraine. Why? Because there's a Nazi influence here as well, too. Um, we don't... We, we, don't make like the cops and the clan goes hand to hand like it's it's not a real thing <laughs> we don't do those chants on like it's not actual truth and just the the understanding that self dispute just shows how deep this propaganda is well i would say that um you're right about that and um uh what there's here in the United States, um, this is how it goes here in the United States. You got you got a couple of knuckleheads in Idaho that uh, that that uh, they're like the really uh, you know just a really you know ugly stereotype, and then you got uh, and then you got certain sections of law enforcement, certain sections of the government, and they sort of try half the time right. to cover it up, and sometimes they don't. You know, depending on you know what mood they're in, but in Ukraine, it's, it's pretty much on the open. I mean, um, with the little Roman salute with their arm and and some of the uh, some of the imagery, it really does look like the real thing. And you have streets and boulevards named after Stepan Bandera, and I've been accused of making that name up out of thin air. A man who collaborated with the Nazis, who's uh, revered culturally here in the country. Hmm. They said that you made that name up. I have been accused. A couple of people accused me of making up the name, um, making up the name Stephen Bandera. As they, yeah, I was like, I did not make up that name. <laughs> I would not know what a Ukrainian well, you know name. What? I always tell people that try to deny him. Right. <laughs> right. You're right. <laughs> But you know, I tell people, like, if you you want to know who Stefan Bendera is, how about you ask a Polish person that lives in Poland? They will tell you exactly who Stefan Bendera is. And matter of fact, two weeks ago, when Ukraine was found uh, celebrating Stefan Bendera's birthday, which country was it that that came out in full backlash about Stefan Bendera? It was Poland. Poland came out in full backlash all over the media 
talking about how they should not be celebrating this neo-Nazi's birthday. He's not neo-Nazi. He's a Nazi. This Nazi's birthday. So yeah. there's no there, there's no dispute. The name is not made up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I've been so shocked. <laughs> I've been accused of making up the the uh, the list the 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 quote unquote to kill list of prominent people such as Roger Waters um, and, and I'm not a fan of Henry Kissinger but Henry Kissinger and prominent people who are um, you know her her asking to de-escalate you know when Henry Kissinger stop clock gets the right time of the day I guess you're 99 years old you, you mellow with age but uh, yeah um, de-escalating the issue between you know the the confrontation between Russia and the Ukraine, which is the sensible thing to do, not just sit there and rush us to a World War III, yeah. you know, that's not good for yeah. any of us. Yeah. And you, yeah, it's not, it's really not. And they're using this whole nuke and World War III scare to make people scared, to make people not question this, to make them feel that this is the only way. Uh, um, which is why, you know, we have to continue to tell them there's another option. And this option means the U.S. has to humble itself, understand that they do not have, have hegemony, cut back their budgets. That budget is supposed that budget should be going towards the people anyway, which is really what the whole rally was about. Billions of dollars so Ukrainians and Russians can kill themselves. Those billions of dollars, people are not going to Ukrainians and Russians. Those billions of dollars is going towards weapon contractors. Um, so we should tell them that they need to take that money and use it to help this country because this country is in so much trouble right now. Um, this is the next segue. A uh, hundred million in poverty, um, Willie Bragg, is what I last read. One hundred million in poverty right now in the United States. Um, how do you feel? How, how, what does that tell you? I think that's the lar largest I've ever been at right now, right? That, that broke a record. Well, the, the billions that we're sending to the Ukraine and, and other countries previous to this issue. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, not that I go with this right wing narrative of America first, but America first in a positive way. You know, clean water we need in Michigan, clean water we need in, in Mississippi, clean water we need everywhere, crumbling infrastructure we need to focus on, um, jobs, a, a, a jobs program to, um, to, to, to make sure everybody, you can solve unemployment, this sort of thing. Uh, that's better investment. Um, you know, we not not to give, not to fatten the bank accounts of of defense contractors, and uh, you know, just and in some cases, the only good thing that maybe where those billions are going, maybe funding the healthcare systems, and they say we can't afford it here, but we can afford it over there. Um, I like some of those billions that come over here to give healthcare to to Americans. I think that that would be a very good idea um, for for everybody in this country. I am muted. Okay. Yeah. This is this will the working class. This will help us. Um, and and these not ideas that are hard or impossible. These this is common sense. And you know, people talk about what what is a 
let's I don't really agree with this uh this uh term about a social democracy I feel it should just be socialism um but social democracy arguments um that that talks about you know giving Norway um as an example even though Norway is also aiding in imperialism but progressives don't want to mention that part but <laughs> that's just my critique right there I'm just like this is, this is why it doesn't work because Norway is still helping out with wars. <laughs> the whole idea is to stop wars and a social a, a social, a social uh, democracy does not stop the war. I mean, it helps the people so they can stop complaining, but there's still a lot of issues within that system that has to be um, not problematic and oppressive, especially with uh, um, immigration. But I digress. I, I don't need to go on to that whole thing. That'll be a whole different other conversation. Um, but the, all I'm saying is that these things are common sense, and people should see this as the this war scare is distracting you from these common sense demands that we should be fighting for because it's the perfect distraction. They, they give you an enemy to fear, and you're more focused on that. <laughs> In your own well-being. Yeah, well, even even within those social democracies, uh, the, the, what happens? You have the what's called human nature. You have politicians who are, are corrupted. Even even people who are uh, who have the very best of intentions, they they, they get bought out. Um, and um, and that that's a, that's also a problem um, with regard to the human condition. And uh, we can see uh, we can see right here yeah. in the United States with with AOC and company, um, uh, you know, uh, um, voting for the Iron Dome. Well, she voted president after after Nancy Pelosi, you know, pecked her to death um, about it. And she went crying about it. I'm not I'm not impressed with the fact that she cried about it. I mean, I, I, I'm more angry that, that she buckled under the uh, pressure of Nancy Pelosi. That's what I'm angry about, that sort of thing. So uh, I agree what you said about social democracy, which uh, AOC is kind of the American embodiment of and um, is an imperfect system. And that's a good illustration right there of it's being imperfect. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you. Because I I see that as being like the alternative right now. And this is not a knock towards DSA. This is not not towards any good uh, activist groups that are in that spectrum that does a lot of great work. Um, but it seems that a lot of people that are not like getting a part of socialist groups, this is a second option to them, and they're more. I'm not surprised Ocasio-Cortez is doing what she's doing, but I'll see a lot of people are. And the issue is that they they see her as being this type of like um, true socialist when it's not real socialism at all. It's just highlighted certain points of socialism, domestic labor or any other types of uh, parts to, to educate people on what real socialism is. Social democracy is what they fight for. So, of course, they're going to compromise and not fight like how the Republicans literally demanded all these things just for Speaker of the House. And we can't even get them to do that to force a vote on, on, on speakers. It's it, 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 I just don't want people to feel like they, they are surprised. <laughs> but 
honestly, it just takes time. They're going to learn by seeing the failures of the squad, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it breaks my heart to see what happened with the squad. I really did. Be- I really did believe in them. I mean, I did. I didn't expect. I never expected ideological perfection. Um, I don't expect ideological perfection from people. Mm-hmm. We're all human beings. But um, gosh, they buckled under right. pressure so quickly. I, I mean, it's it's they buckle under cre- pressure quicker than Tony Blair ever could. I mean, they're they actually <laughs> outdid Tony Blair. That's horrible. That's horrible yeah. that they did Tony Blair. And anybody who knows me knows where I stand on Tony Blair. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so what do you yeah. think? Since we're talking about the squad. Oh, wait. What do you stand on with Tony Blair? Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in terms of British politics, I would be considered a Corbynite. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy Corbyn. And what they did to him was uh, horrible. Um, the man is not an yeah. anti-Semite. You know, criticizing um, the apartheid mm-hmm. policies of Israel is not anti-Semitism. It's criticizing, it's criticizing right. criminal behavior done by individual politicians and individual people. It, it, Military policies. That's what it's all about. It's not about scapegoating um, a a group of people that were done wrong by Hitler in Germany. It's not about scapegoat. It's about, you know, I mean, I can say good things like, yeah, they got universal health care. They got some things of the welfare state that we don't have Mm -hmm. here. Great. But they need to treat the Palestinians like with equality, and they need to get rid of Benjamin Netanyahu, who's the prime minister. Uh, I hope that, that that they will one day vote him out permanently. So right, right, and and just and, and just to get talk about that because we should also talk about the speech that um that I can't the the sister in the squad who is a Palestinian she did she took a speech um she did a speech uh, a few days ago. I'll, I'll get into that real quick. I'll get the video on and everything. Like, I do see this year a big, stronger push for um, Palestinian solidarity. Like, just even seeing Nelson Mandela um, championship soccer game in Africa where there's thousands of people, and he's yelling, free, free Palestine for the river to the sea, and everyone – in that place is chanting free free palestine it's it's getting it's it's out there now it's the late 2000s where not the late 2000s in the early 2000s where you literally couldn't say anything bad about israel they, they have shown their hand i'm saying it's a matter of time and i have the optimism because i'm a socialist and i believe it's a matter of time <laughs> to free palestine and and I don't know how it's going to get, but I, I have hope that Palestine will be. This is my hope. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what, if, if you agree with that, uh, Willie Bragg. No, of course. <laughs> and I think it's interesting. Um, um, the the former leader of the ADL, uh, Abraham Foxman, who, who used to call anybody who criticized Israel an anti-Semite. I mean, this guy, I mean, he was the one that, that right. always, you know, any little criticism, he would just, just jump down somebody's throat and cancel culture you to death any any criticism whatsoever recently he's starting to rethink about his position on israel because they're sliding toward theocracy 
and 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 you know, and a lot of these people who are kind of Kahanas in their ideology are in charge of the government right now, and he's asking himself. He doesn't know if he could continue to support the country if they're going to enact these kind of policies. So when you're having Abraham Foxman of all people um, who was with the ADL um, asking this, right. that's that's a wake up call right there. That is a wake up right, call, right. and 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 I think we should literally talk about this for a minute about just how, um, like we already we already know how the establishment there in uh, Israel works. Last year was the deadliest year for Palestinians. They broke a whole new record before Netanyahu even came in. Um, more Palestinians died last year than ever, and and a lot of people are asking why. Well, yes, there is a, there is a, a big a new resistance coming out with young people getting involved. Uh, you hear about Hezbollah is also helping out, which Hezbollah, by the way, is not a terrorist organization. Liberals, Hezbollah literally started because Israel invaded their country. History of why Hezbollah had to get start and why they had to kick. Israel out of Lebanon because Israel should not have been in Lebanon. So read that history. But anyway, mm -hmm. of um, stronger uh, sentiment of resistance now and coming in shows just how far he is ready to go on straight up. up like I'm just going to say fascism, and and it's probably a lot of past things would probably already say they already dealing with fascism, but this definitely shows. Um, exact stream the plans that they are making to literally dis dismantle and displace the way there's so, so much that's going on that is just horrific. It's 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 like a it's it's like double time for more killing. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about it is, um, who are the biggest supporters of Israel in the United States? It's really not the Jewish American Jewish community. It's it's the evangelical Christians who are anti-Semitic themselves. Yep. But they support Israel yep. not because they love Jewish people. They support Israel because they have this whatever they believe is their biblical worldview of what's going to be the end of time and whatever, depending on how religious people are, how little people interpret these things. This is why a lot of them supported the Bush Cheney policies and um during the invasion of Iraq. And this is why they right. surely Donald Trump's pulling out of the Iran peace deal. The only good thing Obama did in, in terms of foreign policy, uh, unfortunately, he was a cut before uh, uh, Netanyahu during his eight years as president. Um, I wish he could have stood up to Netanyahu uh, more. But uh, anyway, um, the thing about it is that's what it comes down to. And, um, and you know, um, this is why sliding into being anti-war, I, I don't want to end up even being on the side of, of these people who who contributed or supported the the crimes against humanity that they supported um, after 9-11. Um, and liberals are finding themselves almost in an un, unofficial alliance with these people again um, in terms of foreign policy, like a something like a full circle sort of thing. Yeah, um, I, I I agree, and they're not seeing at all. 
I had to turn my uh, I did not see at all that the issue that that porting these most cautious right wing group have any um type of democracy in mind. I mean like like look at the Brazil look at the coup that fell dictatorship and they 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 have openly said that they wanted to go back to dictatorship. So I and and, and you can't deny <laughs> the facts when they say that they wanted dictatorship. So uh, people people have to read more. Uh, people have to look into this more, um, and and not just always accept whatever CNN is saying. It's been wrong so many times. Um, I mean, for the last part, uh, because I, I don't want to take up more of your time, really, Brad. I want to few minutes because uh, I have another guest. But the last part uh, I wanted to talk to you about was the Twitter files. Um, were you surprised by any information that came out so far with the Twitter fi files? Has anything surprised you? <laughs> um, nothing surprises me about Twitter anymore. Uh, um, nothing surprised me about the Twitter files and, and what's been going on and, and everything. And um, it still doesn't uh, legitimize uh, Elon Musk um, and all that. He's still a bad faith actor um, and, and right. all of that. You know, just uh, I just would right. like to see Twitter and all the social media uh, seriously democratized because um, it, it, right now the status quo is, is unacceptable. In my view. Yeah. Yeah. And. And it literally remember remember last year when they tried to do the uh, the the truth ministry or some some, some shit like that like uh, show yeah. what is actual real news or fake news that's regulated by the government. Yeah, disinformation governance board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. This is, yes. Yeah, disinformation governance board. Yes, yes. Um, Jankowitz. That was her name, Jankiewicz. Mm -hmm. I believe she's Slavic. Um, and I think she's from the Ukraine, I believe. Um, but they have tried this. Oh, and no, exactly. Would you be surprised at what they're doing behind the scenes and with the intelligent agencies? It's like we they want to get you worried about China when they're acting they want to accuse China for <laughs> doing. <laughs> like it's just absolutely hypocritical. <laughs> well, yeah, what, yeah, that everything that um, that they accuse China and other governments of doing, uh, the United States, you know, you look behind the scenes are doing it themselves. So it's like uh, those that throw stones at glass houses. Uh, I guess this has the saying goes, and um, so um, you know, just uh, right. Yeah, with this regard, um, I was so glad to see uh, a widespread opposition against the disinformation governance board and all of that, and um, and and see it, I guess, supposedly scrapped. But companies are doing it on their own, uh, monitoring their so-called misinformation. I had my channel pulled down for a week uh, last summer right. because um, I never, oh, I never no. engaged. 
in in electoral denialism, but they claim I did. I talked about the 2000 election. They said I, mm -hmm. I said something about the 2020 election. And so I explained that to them. Um, they didn't they they had they didn't listen to me, of course. So I'm kind of pissed with YouTube uh, still to this day for mm -hmm. what they did to me uh, this past summer. So, uh, right, yeah, right. I just, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, YouTube is definitely like a player in just trying to keep the establishment uh, narrative at bay and stuff. Um, and which is why I try to stay on Spotify until Spotify does it to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I use every other platform I can use because, you know, it's just that it is, I gotta be prepared for when it happens. But, um, should definitely be mindful on what comes up first on YouTube and question that. You know, if you don't know, if you don't know who to look into, talk to us. You know, talk to somebody that has a lot more broader understanding and is pro-working class and everything. They can direct you in the right position because just damn pro-establishment nonsense. Uh, late stage capitalism nonsense is just going to make you brainwashed and hate people that you shouldn't hate um, and be against people that you shouldn't be make you pro bombing countries that you shouldn't be pro bombing like I, I hear it all the time it's almost a joke now the bombing is just so desensitized in this country where people just joke about well they should get bombed for some stupid reason Oh, they should get bombed. Like the drones. The drones are just two drones are used to massacre people overseas. Here we use drones just to deliver stuff. And it's just, it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, I'm really brag for coming on. Um, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, glad to be here. Yeah, and definitely check out KRDT Media um, and the Willie Bragg Show, which is on YouTube. I'm going to put his link in the description below and everything so everyone will be able to check it out. Um, and have a nice day. Uh, have a nice day, Willie. Have a nice day, too. Take care. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, and also, mm -hmm. yes, take care. Uh, thank, thank you so much for coming on. And if you like exactly what you're hearing, everybody, and, and, and watching, uh, definitely subscribe. Uh, look, no donation, no no um, problem. $1, $2, $3, it'll definitely help out the show. Definitely support the show, like and share. And I hope everyone has a um, And also, happy Martin Luther King Day. Who was pro 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 anti war? He was pro anti war. He stood for working class people. He even helped unionize um, the sanitation workers. He is more than just a civil rights activist. And I should have mentioned that earlier. But happy Martin Luther King Day! And now officially. I'm a black, brown, and indigenous. Gotta holla if you're really feeling this. Gotta holla if you're really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holla if you're really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. Ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy.
We gonna win in the end, yeah, we gonna live in abundance I gotta keep it a hundred, ayy If you don't like it, then fuck it, ayy We gonna win in the end, yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna I gotta keep it a hundred We gotta stop all the stunting You know we coming from nothing Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing We gotta do something different We gotta change how we living We gotta do better for women We gotta do better for children We gotta listen to victims Whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian It doesn't matter your religion You gotta stand against the system Or else you just not Hey everyone, if you like the content that you're hearing uh, Please support the show uh, We have subscriptions up right now for a monthly dollar a month or up to whatever donation you feel uh, comfortable with. And also, you can hit my link bar, which is in uh, the description of the show, uh, to send me donations for Venmo and Cash App. And all this goes into bringing in better quality and also better content. So thank you. Have a good